Here's what's coming up on today's show. I've seen people get really taken advantage of in these situations, and it's the tenant. It's not the landlord. Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Benson Broker Group with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. Angela's going to get us kicked off over in Rockaway. By the way, if you want to submit a question to us, one of the ways to do that is on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, just message us at Benson Broker Group. That's the handle, at Benson Broker Group. Angela says, do you think we're okay to have a contingency that we need to sell our house in order to buy a new one? I know this was not really a thing during the pandemic, but I remember doing it when we bought our current home many years ago. Hi, Angela. That's a great question. And we are still, we are starting to see more contingent offers. So, you know, what that means for those out there that are curious, that's a clause in the real estate sales contract that protects the buyers who want to sell one home before purchasing another. So if you came to me and said, Colleen, we really want to buy a house, but we need to sell our home in order to buy. We need the proceeds from our home in order to buy. How do we do that? How do we put that all together? So what we would do is we go make an offer contingent upon the sale of your home. At the same time, we're prepping your home for market, making sure it, it's staged and ready to go and priced right. And the photography is beautiful, marketing plans in place. And then hopefully we get that offer accepted contingent upon the sale. And then we go to work real hard on getting your home sold. So it all comes together at once. And that really is the most ideal way when you're selling and buying at the same time. We haven't been able to do that in the past couple of years with the market as crazy as it's been. But as things are slowing, softening a little bit, more opportunity, I keep saying for buyers to kind of get what they want in the negotiations. Yes. And for sellers, you know, I encourage you to accept a contingent offer. It depends on the home that's needing to be sold and whatnot and where it is and location and all those things. We take it case by case. However, just generally speaking, Angela, yes, we could get a contingent offer accepted. Love to come over and see your home and what we need to do to get it ready for market and come up with a plan on how to do that. Great question, Angela. Thanks for sending that one in to us. Again, the number to call to reach Colleen is 503-830-9467. Have her uh, company come out, talk to you a little bit about what you're looking to do, go through that buyer's consultation, and uh, you can have a little bit more of a deeper discussion about what you're wanting to do. Call or text Colleen at that number, 503-830-9467, or online, BensonBrokerGroup.com. All right, Britt over in Kaiser has a question. Britt says, have you ever had anyone share a successful story about doing a rent-to-own plan to become a homeowner? I've always wondered mm. that, Colleen. Yeah, because you see those advertisements all the time, rent-to-own. And has, Yeah, has I am not that? a fan. Okay. I'm not a fan. And and this is why I've seen, I've seen people get really taken advantage of in these situations, and it's the tenant. It's not the landlord. So in a rent to own, it's sometimes an opportunity for tenant buyers. They can ask their landlord if some, I don't know, like some of their rent goes towards a savings account for down payment and builds up and then they have the opportunity to buy the house. My suggestion, if that's the case, take your money and put it in your savings account to save, to buy, put a down payment on that home. Because a lot of times there's an unclear title the contract has loopholes, it's missing things, repairs are needed, and nobody knows who's paying for those. 
It's just sometimes you have a financially shaky seller because if a seller wants to sell, they're just gonna list the home and sell it. It's not typical that a seller is going to cut a deal that benefits the tenants. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like it's the tenants that kind of miss out in this situation. And if you're wanting to buy a home, let's talk about the path to get there and um, what you can do that you're in control of in order to buy your own home rather than relying on a landlord and, and a written contract that could have some sloppiness to it and you know just not be in your legal favor as a buyer. That's really a uh, really great way to break it down, I think. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, there's some of those things out there that do have that too good to be true kind of feel to them. And mm-hmm. I've always sort of gotten that vibe a little bit on the rent to own kinds of plans. And so it sounds like you haven't seen a lot of success stories in that. Realm. No, I haven't. In yeah. fact, I've seen heartbreaks for the my other, te- the other for... direction. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. We've got uh, next one here over in Southwest Portland, a question from Scott. And Scott says a friend who used to be a realtor told me to make sure we bid low on the house we want. His reasoning was that you'll always get a counter offer and can come higher, but it's worth the shot to see if you can get the home for a really good price. Is that true that you pretty much always get a second chance to make that better offer? Mm, interesting question. Okay, well, we we did we are telling the story this week on um, the low offer that we helped our client um, secure. But you know, you can always refer to your real estate agent and and ask: Is this house fairly priced, or would it be reasonable to come in at a lower number? And your agent will tell you, you know, let's do the comps. This is where I feel the value is. And this is what the offer I would suggest the retail value of this home is. And we can determine based on how long it's been on the market, days on market and and whatnot. So you can offer the sellers a low price, but, you know, you don't want to scare them away or give them an opportunity to accept an offer from another buyer. So, you know, as long as you're not absolutely in love with the property and can afford to let it go then I'd say, you know, we're happy to make low offers for you. We don't want to insult the seller by any means. But if you want to give it a shot and lowest justifiable offer you can make, um, the worst thing that can happen is the seller will say no. So I feel that, you know, if you wanted to, we, we would help talk to you about that. But what can happen, you can lose that house because if another offer comes in, you might not get a counter offer. You don't, it's not a guarantee you're going to get a second chance to make a second offer on that property. That's a great point. So you're taking, you can go in low, but no, you're taking a risk, mm-hmm. first of all. And then two, I think you had a key word there, justified. If you're going to make a lower offer, make it justified. Don't just just throw out a number just like you're gambling by throwing out a number. Like have some justification behind it. That seems like a wise piece to include there. Yes. (laughs) Smart anyways. Yeah, Yeah. smart piece at least. So there you go. Good question, Scott. Thanks for sending that one in to us. All right. Rachel has our next question over in uh, Albany. Rachel says, I don't have time. Oh, this is a great. This is fantastic. I think uh, you'll appreciate this. I'm going to read this how I think Rachel probably (laughs) would voice it if she were voicing Okay. Okay. So Rachel says, don't have the time or energy to make repairs and don't want to put any more money into my house. I'm ready to move and be done with it. It's not in disrepair by any means, but I just don't even want to stage it. I don't want to make any more improvements. I'm just exhausted by the fixer-upper journey we've been on the past several years in this home. Can we just list it as is and be okay? I don't want to hurt the sale. 
But I'm also just ready to be out of here. <laughs> I imagine yes, a deep I, sigh at the end of that. I question. imagine, <laughs> yes, I can see you, Rachel. I can see you. I've, I've had many clients that feel the same. You know, you just get to that point where you're just yeah. emotionally done with this house and you don't want to do another thing. And I know, I've, I've felt it. So I know how that feels. So what I would suggest is let's get together and really talk about your plan, where you're going. Let me see your home. What maybe there's a couple things I can help inspire to just get done that I think will help with the sale of your home. And, um, and I have some great resources. We can, we can pull in some, some other peeps that doesn't put it all on you. And just so you feel like you have a team behind you. But yes, in short answer to your question, of course, we can just go list it as is no problem. What it's going to come down to is price, you know, everything's about price and presentation. So if the presentation is lacking, we might have to make up for that on the price a little bit. You know, we might not be able to maximize your profit and maybe that doesn't matter to you. Maybe you're just so done, you'll take 10, 20 grand below what we could get for it just to get out. So I'd love to come over and meet you and we'll kind of go from there and talk about next steps. It's a really good question, Rachel. I mean, Colleen, I've shared my journey of fixing up homes here on the show, right? Uh, Of our our last home being a fixer-upper. And yeah, by the time... We got to the end of it. It was a little bit like, ah, man, I love this house now, but I also hate it because I've been through this journey of fixing it up. And uh, that happens sometimes. So just don't, don't give up all that hard work right at the end when it could make a big difference. So that's uh that's my my only piece of advice too from having been through it before um yeah and we'll help you get there you know you got if you hire us you got a whole team of of support behind you so don't throw in the towel right at the finish line (laughs) sounds like that's where you are so contact colleen and her team and they'll walk you through these final steps of the journey and make sure that all that hard work into fixing up that home pays off for you in the end Call or text Colleen if you're in a similar situation looking to get uh, you know, rid of your home. <laughs> Sometimes we say sell your home and uh, move on to a new home, but we'll just keep it real. Rachel wants to get rid of this thing. And get so, rid of her uh, home. <laughs> yeah, if you're in that boat too and you're like, I just got to get rid of this house, uh, give Colleen and her team a call. That's okay. 503-830-9467. Call or text her at that number. 503-830-9467. All right, very cool. So the next one is from Craig, and Craig is in uh, – where is Craig? Craig's in Salem. Craig says, would you still classify most buyers in the market right now as desperate? Oh, desperate. No, I wouldn't. That's a great question. Like, what is the meter, 0 to 10, on a scale of 0 to 10 of desperation on fires right yeah, now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good good one. Yeah, I, I bet Craig is Craig's looking to sell his home, I'm going to guess. And, and yep. also, I'm going to guess Craig's a psychologist. And he's, he's wanting to know the psychology <laughs> behind the buyers he's about to work with, you know? Yeah. So, no, I don't think buyers are super desperate right now. I think they're realistic. And they're recognizing that there's some opportunity and sellers need to be a little bit more realistic about possibly negotiating a rate buy down, negotiating some seller closing concessions, closing costs. And um, hopefully they're getting the right information about the opportunity for buyers right now um, as far as, you know, the interest rates are high. Yes, but let's talk about what you can afford monthly. Let's talk about uh, realistically what you're looking for and the price range we need to be in because of those spiked interest rates. And then we'll go from there. And, and sellers are recognizing that 
that they're having to, you know, make a few uh, concessions and negotiations on repairs and stuff that maybe you didn't have to do a year ago. But still, it's still a good time to sell. Inventory's low. So, no, we're just seeing more of a balanced market and less of a desperate market on both sides. The Keeping It Real Estate Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most major podcasting apps. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Just search for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson on your favorite app to find us. Or you can find subscribe links, listen to past episodes, check out the show notes and other great resources, including ways to contact the show and Colleen by visiting keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. That's keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. Did you know that Colleen Benson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Keeping It Real Estate radio show, Saturdays and Sundays at 1 p.m. on AM 1220 and 104.3 FM KSLM.